Hey there, Richard here. Hope this podcast finds you well today, whatever you're about to do or are doing. Um, I want to talk to you about lead generation using the internet and, and more importantly, how to do it the right way because you're going to need new interest in what you offer. And, and that is what lead generation is at its essence. It's generating from nothing, from scratch, from strangers, from people who don't know about you and your business. It's having them say all of a sudden, yes, I am interested. They take a trial or they book an appointment with you or they send you an email. They come to you and say, hey, I want to know more. I want to I want to buy or I want to work with you. That's generating new interest. And it's important because think about this. Think about if you went to your dentist, for example, tomorrow, you got a quick checkup and maybe clean and polish planned at the dentist. Can you imagine if you got to the dentist and they were like, hey, you may need a fill-in or you may need a crown or you may need, you know, whatever. You're like, okay, that's acceptable for a dentist. But then imagine if they said, hey, do you want, do you want me to measure you up for a new suit? Do you, do you want me to, like, uh, I, I, we do life insurance here as well. You'd be like, you'd be like, what? N- not only would you not really want to buy a suit from a dentist, it would also dilute their ability uh, and your attractiveness to using their services in the future as a dentist. Why? Because it screams that they're an expert, that they're just kind of spreading themselves very thinly. And this is what often happens inside of a business that fails to solve lead generation challenges. They've got to constantly reinvent the wheel from scratch, a new product, a new service, a new offering, again, a new product, a new service, a new offering. There's only so many times you can do that when all of a sudden you start to break away from at your essence what you're supposed to be an expert in. When all of a sudden it goes from that tipping point of, yes, offer multiple services like the dentist would do, a clean and polish, a filling, a, you know, teeth whitening. Those kind of services are all relatable to what you, you know, they do and, and think about that in your own business. But then there comes a point, a tipping point where enough's enough and now you've taken care of that selection. You've got to really focus on bringing new people to that core group of services that you decided are the strongest ones that you can offer. Does that does that make sense? Otherwise, you're just going to thin out what you offer and destroy your reputation in everything. So I was I was um, reading up on I was actually watching a video, an interview of an owner of a, of a multi multi million dollar business that wasn't doing so well and then grew very very quickly. So I'm always interested and curious. Well, how how did that happen? Where did their breakthrough come from? Now, it was online marketing, so it was related to what I do. It's like how did that happen? And I was watching this interview, and he said he met a. Um, he met a lady who was a coach and she also was responsible for, um, you know, big, big shows, like taking shows all around the country, all around the world and, you know, sell out shows in city after city after city. And she said, you know, I've been looking at your business. She said, and you know what you're trying to do, why you're not growing so hard. It's, you're basically, it's like if you think about me as a, as a theatre manager, as, as a marketing manager for this company, you're basically trying to create a brand new show from scratch put on a couple of shows and then instead of trying to get any more people in that seats and trying to take it into any more cities, you're trying to then scrap that show and build a whole nother show from scratch. Like the script, the marketing, the cast, the rehearsals, the, the opening day, the, you know, the pitch, the, all this stuff. She said, and what you should be doing is putting that play out, that performance out a handful of times Enough to gain feedback, enough to see where it works, where it doesn't work and refine, refine, refine. And then when it's at a point where you're saying, yes, this is really profitable, this is working well, people are attracted to this, you should take that show on the road. 
and you should go and find new people interested in what you're offering. It said it made him think about, yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. We're losing all this time to com- constantly have to look forward and go, oh, okay, right, a new month, whew, a new product to try and get the money in. He said, instead, I put a webinar on every week for about two months. And we worked on our offering, we worked on our conversions, we worked on the funnel. And then he said, I realized that the profit was there. It had the numbers. He said, I knew if I pointed this many people towards the front page where they opted in to see more information, this many would opt in. This many would buy the one-time offer. This many people would watch the presentation. This many people would buy. So this is how much money I would make. And I just looked at the profit and worked it back to the very front and said, okay, if I can afford to get this many people for less than that profit, I'm going to build a profitable business. It just makes sense. So that's the secret. That's the key to you generating leads online correctly. I bet what you're doing right now is chopping and changing all the time. I bet if you're using even a consistent method, say you're focused on video or you're focused on podcasts or whatever it may be, I bet you don't really track the numbers effectively. I bet you're using that consistent medium. Are you right now pointing them towards various things over and over and over again? Hey, go go to this website. Hey, go to this link. Hey, send me an email. Hey, look at this funnel. Hey, look at that funnel. So how do you actually know what works? It's no wonder it gets confusing and frustrating and we move sideways or backwards because we can't quite grasp what's not working or what is. Pick your strongest offer. Create a funnel out of that offer. If you don't know what a funnel is, it's a series of pages that are pre-built to walk people through your information in the most attractive manner. I'll leave a link to the system that I use that pre-builds mine for me. It's it's simple point and click. You want to sell a product, you want to have a webinar, you want to pretend the webinar is live even though it's not. You want to showcase your skills, you want to build your own brand, you want to get people booking appointments with you, any of these things, you can sell stuff right off inside the page, all from this system. So the technical stuff, like put that aside because it's taken care of with that system. I'll, I'll put that link in the description for you. But that aside, that's taken care of. So where are you going to point your interest? Where are you going to put your attention? I advise you to pick what you feel is your strongest offering. Go for the strongest offering that you've got. And then create that funnel. Have them opt in for something free. So the information you're going to share about that offering, put package that as a free offer, maybe a PDF or something like that, and give them a taste for free. The second they opt in for that, when I say opt in, I mean they put their email in to say, hey, yeah, I want to take a look at that PDF. Make them a one-time offer. I suggest that one-time offer being $37 and it being linked to that original offer. So it complements it. And then what you're looking to do with that front-end offer is cover the cost of your lead generation. So if you can get three or four people out of 10 buying that $37 offer, you now have some money to drive more traffic to the front of that funnel. And then where you make the big, big profit is with that strongest offer. So we bring them in for free. We're building your list. You now have people to go back to. You're now building a, a a resource, an asset that you own. We offer them a small lower end product to cover your marketing costs. And then as they watch the webinar or the main presentation or they schedule an appointment with you and you make the strongest offer, which is obviously going to be more than $37, that's where you're going to make your profit. So at the front end, we're looking to break even, maybe even lose slightly, but we don't mind because you're now going to stick with this funnel. 
you're going to put some time in, you're going to put some effort in, you're not going to chop and change and second guess yourself, you're going to keep on working on that funnel and that lead generation system until it starts to produce a profitable response for you. Because what you're probably doing right now is doing that for a week or two, thinking it doesn't work, and then scrapping and starting the whole thing again. You've got to get a new cast, you've got to write a new script, you've got to think what the market wants and the audience wants and start all over again. Why not put that play, your offer, your funnel, in front of 5, 10, 20 audiences and then say to those audiences, hey, how did you find this? What did you like best? What didn't you like? And you can do that using that system with the statistics. The statistics will show you this feedback. What percentage opted in? You're looking at 40, 30, 40% minimum. What percent bought the one-time offer? You're looking at three to four out of 10. Otherwise, the offer's no good. What percentage showed up for the presentation? If they didn't, you need to change the wording you use to get them there. How many people bought off of that presentation? If it's less than two out of 10, it's something in that presentation that's not working. So you can use the statistics to say, okay, it's the front page or it's the offer or it's the main offer or it's my follow-up. You can see what needs to be fixed and step by step you fix that. And when you fixed all of those weak links, you have a strong chain. You have a strong offering and you can take that offer now on the road because you know the numbers, you know what it converts at. Think about your audience. If your audience is, you know, single parents, um, you know, looking to make an income from home. If your audience is people who want to buy a particular type of shoes, if your audience is whatever your audience is, there's going to be millions and millions and millions of those people, millions of them. And you're panicking because you can't sell when you've sent 20, 30 people to it that it doesn't work. Put at least 100 to 200 people in front of that offer. Use those statistics and then go fish in the pond where you know the fish like the bait that you've got. Instead of taking up shop, picking up your tackle and driving across town to find another lake or river. You know it just makes sense. And then, hey, here's what's going to happen. Once you've created that converting funnel, once you've got that offer in place, you can then be in a position to more consistently and more confidently If you do want to offer something different, you're going to be able to confidently do that because you know what goes into it. You know the whole process and you'll have that confidence to follow it through as opposed to kind of lacking that self-belief and and skitting to different funnels and different offers. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Take that strongest offer of your business, put it into a funnel, set it up in the way that I just said, use those statistics to make it profitable, and then take that offer on the road, i.e. drive more traffic to it from that existing audience. Now you know how it converts. So I hope this has helped you. I hope you've gained something useful for your business. It's the lifeblood. Getting new interest in what you've got is the lifeblood of what you do. No new customers equals no sales equals no profit, and we don't work for free. So you've got to crack lead generation as a necessity before you move on to anything else. Because with the best product in the world, the best will in the world, the best att- you know intentions in the world, if nobody's seeing it, then it's impossible for them to buy or join you. And, and that's what counts in the business world. So go create a day in a life that counts. Always have more de- desires and excuses. If you enjoyed this podcast, remember to subscribe so you get any of these free ones that I put out there. And if you want more content from me, I do put bonus content out there uh, over on YouTube uh, and also on my blog, which is richardmathrew.com. So, you know, easy. Just Google my name and you'll you'll find me on, on the places that, that you like to hang out on best. So I'll catch you really soon. Enjoy the rest of your day and uh, bye for now.